you remember how on episode one of season one, I actually spoke about how problems do follow us, no matter how far we move and no matter how hard we try to suppress things and not even think about you. Well, the same thing happens when we go on holidays. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about just that. What happens to our problems when we go on holidays? So welcome to episode three of season two of We Are Here Too, a podcast about mental health and life abroad. My name is Francesca. I'm an Italian counsellor living in Scotland and I'm the host of the podcast. When we go on holidays, it doesn't mean that our life comes to a halt. I like to think of this in terms of uh, circularity, which is something that I introduced uh, in the first episode of this season, uh, which basically is like, you know, the the problems will, will follow you no matter where you go. And so when you go on holidays, they will follow you there. Whether these problems are connected to your home country. And so if you go on holidays there, then these problems will come to surface um, maybe a bit more abruptly and severely. Or maybe there is something which is happening in your new country, which is making it very difficult for you to switch off. But once again, I would like you to think about like how whatever problem you have in your new country, if in different shapes and forms that was present as well before. And for example, um, I'm thinking about like boundaries. If you're struggling with boundaries in our home country and then we move elsewhere, we will still struggle with boundaries. Maybe we encounter less resistance. And so our boundaries are not necessarily challenged much and we have a better way of managing them and yet we will still need to work through our boundaries eventually if we want to improve our quality of life and suffer less resentment or frustration towards others less anxiety and um, a more fulfilling life I don't know you guys but when I had that realization that actually the you know problems do follow me I felt like I could not escape that whatsoever. I felt such an overwhelming sense of powerlessness that things would never change or that I would that I reached a dead end road and I couldn't escape it. And what made it even more difficult was the fact that I had no one at that time, that could really understand the struggles I was going through, um, could not understand like this sense of like um, escapism that comes from moving abroad. Although many people felt like, you know, me moving abroad was a way that I was running away from my problems, which um, in hindsight, maybe that was true, but I was seeking for something else. Am I why to move abroad? was surely not the why the people thought of at the time. But that said, I was in a place where I um, made a life for myself abroad and was struggling with a sense of identity and was struggling in finding like words and feelings to express who I really was. And when these problems were following me, I was just like, no, you're keeping me like... 
attached to an idea of me that I, in this moment in time, I don't want to uh, connect to and I need to be free from it. And I, I felt like that was not allowing me to do that. It was also difficult for me to explain the problems travel through geographies. Um, I don't know you, but like in my life, I had people thinking that because I moved abroad, my life was automatically better. Or that I had a sense of like, well, you know, if she moved abroad, it means that things are good over there. And, you know, you have your life as experience uh, that actually that's not necessarily a true um, a true picture of what's going on when we move abroad. Uh, and that is also like an entire season one of this podcast that goes through exactly there. But the point is, how do you bridge that gap, right? Like, how can people understand you? And this episode is here, like um, in a season talking about holidays, because when we go on holidays, two things fundamentally happen. On one side, we may be incredibly relaxed and then we come back and we feel like this overwhelm coming from a life that we couldn't handle before, but being on holidays and being fully relaxed on the way back, like almost hits us, right? And then the other end, on the other side, we may actually not be able to relax at all, which means that the problems are following us and we are struggling with it which means that we are exhausted. When we bring work-related stress home back with you, what happens is that we are still physiologically responding to stress, like we do not switch off. And just to break it down for you guys, what I mean by physiological response to stress, I mean, um, we are experiencing like muscle tension, we have digestive issues, so all those like heartburns and IBS and I, I don't know, like constipation, those are stress related, most likely. Um, we have an increase in our blood pressure, or we can experience an alteration of our appetite. I think maybe I need a wee disclaimer here. If you're experiencing any of these symptoms, go to your doctor first. Okay, just get it checked, just to rule out anything more serious. But if nothing serious comes up, there is a chance that stress. And I'm sure that if you like pause for a second and think about what's going on in your life, you would agree with me too. My point here is we need to give ourselves a break. We need to find ways to actually start processing all of those things that we are trying so desperately to run away from. I know it's even like overwhelming to think about that there may be things that we need to process, but in reality, that's what needs done. And what I mean by processing, I simply means like find your ways to actually let things out. Um, some people would love talking therapy. Some others, they love um, keeping active. Uh, some people, they actually really lean on friendships for this. You know, no matter rock your boat, like just, you know, lean on to it. A bit more heavily like it's so important to process stuff because otherwise we get consumed from within and life abroad is already complicated relationships with people back home back home uh, i mean like our home country um 
can be complicated that too. We don't want to add extra stuff to the pot. Okay, like life is already complicated the way it is. And moving abroad in a way didn't make it easier. In many other ways it did. Don't get me wrong. I think it, you know, hugely improved the quality of my life. But yeah, sometimes there are like these like, I don't know, tales that we, you know, that we drag around and it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. You can live your life much better and find relief, you know, without them following you around. Okay, just to recap for a second, um, we need to give ourselves a break so we can avoid all of those like physiological responses to stress that are following us regardless. And um, we need to process stuff. And now you may wonder, how am I going to do that? There is a part of me who really would love to say like, you know, guys, it's about boundaries. But then I thought, how can we actually tap into our experience of life abroad? I'm sure there's going to be like teachings out there that we can use to um, have like um, more stress-free life and we can actually then enjoy our time away without feeling like overwhelmed by the aftermath or what comes up from holidays or the aftermath of stress and how it impacts our holidays. So point one, uh, your new life abroad can actually really teach you how to process stuff. I'm sure that in your time abroad, you learned different coping skills. You learned how to build up resilience because you had to be in a new country knowing nothing about anything. Clearly, you found your way out of it or, or you're finding your way out of it. And I'm asking you to focus on what resources and skills you are utilizing or you utilized to actually get yourself out of that situation. Those are the skills that you can use to cope with anything in life. You know, remember they are within you. So find a way to reconnect to those because those are the ones that will help you to deal with stress or a variation of them. As a second point, I would say anchor yourself. And what I mean by it, I mean find ways or find activities, people, situations that keep you grounded, that make you feel like, yes, I am solid somewhere and I'm not like floating away and, you know, uh, as we would say in Italian, in Balia del Vento, which translated would be like, you know, carried by the winds as if like we have no controls, no power over it. Find ways that will make you feel empowered and be curious about situations where you do not feel empowered at all. Or there is like a strange power dynamics going on where you feel like you have control over nothing and your life depends fully on others. Just be curious about it. And if you want to process it, there is always a therapy that can be accessed or a good friend's listening ear. On point three, I think that life abroad taught us that freedom comes with accountability. Um, remember the time where actually you said, I am going to live abroad. I need freedom, whatever freedom meant for you at the time. Maybe you wanted 
financial freedom, you wanted freedom from toxic relationship, from a relationship breakdown, from a difficult working environment. And you had to make yourself accountable and take your responsibilities over your life. And you took that decision based on that sense of responsibility and accountability. So use it, whatever it is, however you manage to tap into that uh, power from within, use it. I'm giving you an example here because otherwise it sounds like I'm just talking in these very abstract terms and um, it's very difficult then to think in terms of like, what do I do actually with my life? So let's say you decided that you wanted something better for your life and you moved abroad. And I would assume that actually you have it within you to make radical changes to your life. And I'm inviting you to think about what radical changes can you bring into your life right now so they're less stressful, so holidays become more of a pleasant uh, pursuit rather than something that adds to the stress of everyday life. Or finding a way that makes holidays back to your home country more pleasant. That would mean looking at your life straight in the eyes and think about like, okay, what is it that I don't like? What it is that I like? And how can I change things? Because that exact sequence happened when you decided to move abroad. You had that strength within you then. I'm sure you have it again. Be accountable. Take responsibility about your life. Because you had power before. I'm sure you have the same power now. Maybe it's in disguise. You don't recognize it. Life has changed. You grew older. Maybe you have kids. So you feel like maybe you have like a bit less maneuver. Um, maneuverability. So maybe it simply needs adjusted, but it's in there. Okay, you got this. And last but not least, and yet again, life abroad taught us that actually we are at our best from a place of abundance and not from scarcity. And so why not going back to, to those moments in our life abroad that actually are moments of abundance where actually we feel incredibly fulfilled and joyful. How can we tap into those moments again? How can we go back to those times where things were okay for us? And I know it's painful to revive moments where actually life was most likely better than what it is now. But if you can, even for a split moment, connect to that with curiosity. I'm sure you realize that actually you're much more capable than what you're giving yourself credit for. So lean into that again. And with this, the episode is over. So I hope you enjoyed. Um, as usual, uh, share with your ones and, you know, give me a review, guys. I need it. My podcast needs it. <laughs> um, but even like a like and a wee share uh, and words of encouragement, these all count. So thank you very much and see you next week. Mm-hmm.